Mark My Words shares Mark Homer's contrarian views on investing, business, finance, economics, and all things money. Mark interviews the world's most successful business, finance, and money experts, as well as imparting his knowledge in a factual, direct, and no-nonsense manner. Welcome to Mark My Words, and here is your host, Mark Homer. Hello and welcome to Mark My Words. This is Mark Homer. This is an episode about how to invest in the stock market. Um, It's going to be quite a short episode, but it's going to be a a pretty simple way. If you're somebody who maybe is investing in property, maybe you've got other um, sort of assets that you're investing in, but you you a want to take advantage of an ISA, um, you you want to get the sort of tax advantages of having an ISA, and b you just want a simple, relatively um, risk controlled. I won't say low risk, but risk controlled way of investing in the stock market. Something that I do uh, myself, something that Rob does, um, something that's quick and easy. Um, and, um, you know, we'll, we'll provide for you uh, later on in life and through retirement. So the website that I generally use is Hargreaves Lansdowne. Um, they've been going a long time. I've been using them since I was 17, 18. So that's a good 20 years. Um, and they've been very reliable. Originally, it was all via post. Um, and then they moved on to the Internet. They invested massively in this big online system which manages all your investments makes them very easy to see at a glance and makes them very easy to buy and sell um i've read peter hargreaves book um i think they're they're a good company generally uh and when you call them up somebody answers who actually has a brain which is um, which is quite useful um i've used lots of different investment platforms previously and it can be quite difficult to to get answers because this is not a a simple area uh you call hargreaves lansdowne and generally you get somebody good who can answer your questions so you go on the hargreaves lansdowne website um you've got the choice as to what you want to invest in you can go and invest in individual shares if you if you like. Um, clearly, that's riskier generally, um, but lots of people might choose to do that because they know the company or they feel like they use the company's services or you know they, they they've they've got an understanding of what the company does, and that can be a, a good reason to invest in the company. But remember, if you're investing in individual shares, you must only um, put a percentage of your portfolio in each share because. Um, companies can go bust, companies can go wrong. So you really need to spread it around. Um, later on, I'll, I'll talk about a, a, a sort of automatic way of spreading your money around. Um, and, and it takes a lot of the uh, decision making um, out of the process, which uh, makes it a lot simpler. So good companies, big companies, FTSE 100 companies, UK companies, companies that you've generally got a a good knowledge of uh, are probably the type of businesses that you want to invest in. Um, I've invested a lot in companies who've been having an issue. The media have been bashing them um, and I feel it's maybe a short to medium term issue and that they'll come right in the end because the brand is strong or the product is strong or the underlying business is strong, but they've got to sort out uh, an issue um, which they're getting cascaded for you know, in the media and in the public eye. Um, so a lot of people invest on emotion. Um, so generally, I find um, companies who've been bashed by the media or appearing in the newspaper negatively 
over a sustained period of time um, go down their share prices and their value goes down further than they're um, they're, they're really worth because of um, the sort of emotional impact upon that of that uh, good examples would be VW with the diesel scandal yes they had um, a, a very large bill to pay and uh, they're still having to pay it lots of liability lots of customers taking cars back and and cars having to be be modified uh, to meet the emission standards, which VW lied about. Um, but overall, those who got in at about one euro, which is what the shares went down to um, in the heart of the crisis, will probably end up doing very, very well. Um, it's a lot more obvious now what the liability is likely to be. Uh, it's less opaque um, than it clearly was at the time. But um, strong brand, strong product, uh, we all know VW. Um, we know that their that their products are great. Um, so generally speaking, a company like that is is probably going to see its way through. BP was another one. Um, that was a great opportunity. They were sort of spilling oil um, into the um, in, into the sea just off the coast of Florida, the Gulf of Mexico. Uh, there was a an elongated period where that was appearing in the media a um, lot of negativity because they couldn't stop the oil um, flowing the president of the US got involved um, lots of um, wildlife unfortunately were impacted by the spill so there's a lot of negativity around BP again there was an unknown unquantifiable uh, loss on the horizon they they got a lot of liability that they owned to all those owed to those communities um, uh, they were potentially getting some money in from their drilling partner. That was unknown as to how much was coming back in. So the shares went down further uh, than they needed to. Um, again, probably a good opportunity. Uh, and uh, a third example was Tesco. Um, they had a, a big accounting scandal. Um, previous chief executive and, and some of his subordinates were involved in overstating the profits. Um, and um, clearly, in the end, they got caught. The prosecutions have followed um, and the shares really took a, a beating because of that. Um, Tesco's back on the right track now. They've, they've got the ex-Unilever boss in. Um, he's providing growth to the group um, and uh, he's improved the P&L and the outlook uh, drastically. So the, the shares have come back. Um, I invested in two out of three of those stocks and they've done quite well. But remember, anything like that is risky. You should spread the money around Um and um, you know, make sure that you 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 put it into multiple stocks if you're if you're going to go on a sort of risky play. How do you invest in in companies like that on Hargreaves Lansdowne? Well, just click on the website, which is www.hl.co.uk. Uh, open an account, create a new account. I would open it as an ISA. Um, the maximum ISA limit this year is twenty thousand, so you can take twenty thousand, you can put it into your ISA account. And then you can go and buy shares directly. So if you click on shares on the top line of the website uh, where it says enter share name, um, if you typed in there Tesco, um, it, you get a, a selection of all of the um, different types of Tesco share that are available. You'd be looking for Tesco PLC Ordinary 5P. Um, you click on that. And then you get a, a price, which is 235 uh, pence, 0.1 pence, uh, and that's today. Uh, and then you just click deal uh, and you can buy um, any amount of those as long as the money's in the account. So the 
other way to invest in in shares would be through a fund or, or a tracker. Uh, and this is the most common way. This is where you spread money around lots of different shares, um, maybe across different geographical um, locations. So you'd be investing in different parts of the world and in different types of companies in different types of sectors. This is probably the safest way to invest. And um, there are two main types of fund. Um, there's an active fund, which is effectively managed by a fund manager. The charges are generally higher. Um, fund managers choose to buy and sell individual shares within the fund according to what they think is good. Um, and then there is something called a tracker fund, which is not active. Um, and that type of fund does exactly what it says on the tin. It just tracks the market as it goes up or down. Um, I like buying trackers. Um, they're very, very low cost. Generally speaking, over the long term, it has been shown that fund managers, although they can perform well for a number of years over the very long term, they don't usually do any better than a tracker which just tracks the market. So what's the point in paying their fees? That's that's the way the argument goes. Now, Warren Buffett recommends trackers wholeheartedly. He just thinks you should, if you're American, you should um, buy tracker funds that track the S&P. Um, there are uh, lots of different um, platforms to enable you to do this. Vanguard is one of them. Uh, that is a very good platform for buying trackers. Very, very low cost and it's a mutual. They don't make profit. But if you're going to use Hargreaves Lansdowne, as I do, um, the way to invest uh, or the best way I think to invest in trackers is just to hit the search bar at the top, uh, type in tracker portfolio uh, and you'll notice below a search result comes through tracker portfolios. Um, go into that you'll be offered um, a series of um, options. Um, and, and what Hargreaves Lansdowne is doing here for you is effectively creating a, a number of trackers and, and, and recommending uh, a percentage of your investment into each tracker according to whether you've got adventurous or medium risk or a conservative um, risk outlook. Now, clearly, if you're older, you're coming towards pensionable age or you're, you're already drawing your pension, if there's a big drop in the stock market and the value of your funds drops a lot, then that's going to affect you more. So you probably click on the conservative option. Um, if you're somewhere in the middle, you may go medium risk. And then for someone like me, um, I feel like I've got a, a lot of time for it to recover um, if there is a, a fall in the stock market. Um, so I would click on adventurous. Clearly, with the adventurous option, um, generally over the long term, your return should be higher. Um, so that that's you know the option that I would normally go for. Um, you can choose to invest with a lump sum, uh, minimum five hundred pounds, or a monthly amount. Some people find that the monthly amount easier um, because it, it comes out of your bank account. People don't notice it as much. It's an enforced way of saving. But I'm just going to click the lump sum amount, uh, which is twenty thousand. Uh, and then I'm going to click calculate. Um, so I'm going to put the, the full amount into the ISA this year. Um, it's come up with a portfolio suggestion of legal and general UK index, legal and general international index trust and iShares emerging markets equity index. So it's gone with the first one, a legal and general UK index at 40% of the money I'm investing. So if I'm investing £20,000, it wants to put 8000 into that. 
the legal and generally international index fund it wants to put 40 percent of my money into that one which is eight thousand um, and then it wants to put um, 20% or £4,000 of my £20,000 investment into the iShares Emerging Markets Equity Index. There is a, an icon below which says fact sheet. You can click on that and you can see exactly where the money is going to be um, invested. Uh, I've just clicked on the iShares Emerging Markets Equity Index. Um, it's quite clear there where the money's going in. Tencent Holdings, Alibaba Group, Big Chinese um, sourcing Group, Taiwan Semiconductor, Naspars Limited, China Construction Bank, um, China Mobile, Housing Development Finance, uh, Ping An Insurance. So this is very China focused. Uh, China is a great area for growth, um, has been growing um, very strongly, sort of five, six percent and more over the last few decades. So probably a good um, a good bet long term. I'm going to get an idea of investment returns. Um, over the last year, it's gone down point, uh, 2.79%, but the year before that, up 20.42%, and the year before that, up 2946 uh, and the year before that, down 15.84%. So if you took that as an average, um, you're getting a, a nice return on investment. Generally speaking, I'd say if you took the income and the capital, you're probably going to make 6 7 8% on average annually. But clearly, that's going to fluctuate up and down each year over the long run. That's That should be where you get to. Uh, if you just click on the fact sheet for Legal and General UK Index, you can see um, where that tracker fund is going to distribute your investment. Um, it's going to be centred around the UK. It's going to go into HSBC Holdings, BP, Royal Dutch Shell, uh, BAT, which is British American, American Tobacco. Lots of people don't like investing in tobacco companies, but because of that, because of the ethical issues, um, they the, the return on investment or the yield, the income, the dividend that is generated uh, per share tends to be quite high. Um, so lots of fund managers like those kind of shares. Uh, and uh, <laughs> just to balance it off a bit at the other end of the spectrum, you've got GlaxoSmithKline, healthcare provider, AstraZeneca, uh, Diageo, Unilever and Prudential. So they're the main um, shares that that fund will invest in. Um, the, there's about £6 billion in that fund. So it, it is huge. Uh, LGIM, Legal and General, clearly a, a great group to be sort of putting your investment through. I talked to those guys about forward funding, uh, big property development projects. Um, they take on um, big government offices and, and uh, PRS, private rented sector schemes to put into their pension and, and, and property funds. So um, they're, they're a good group. Um, if you look at the charges, um, the the net ongoing charge is 0.24% um, on, the, um, on, on, on that fund, which is very, very low. Um, and um, you can see all the charges clearly um, listed out uh, within the fact sheet. Um, so all you would do then is just click invest in this portfolio um, and uh, and then start buying those funds. Um, make sure it's going into the ISA. Um, it, it, it'll say below invest in an ISA so you can click on that. You need to then start your ISA online now so you complete the application form. You need to put your national insurance number in and your debit card. 
Um, it's telling me I can't because I've, I'm fully subscribed to my ISA this year because um, I always tend to do it. It starts on the 4th of April, so I tend to do it on the 5th of April, uh, get it invested. Um, you could spread the investment out over the year if you see down days or you see negative news or you see Trump sort of bashing um, on the news or trade wars or Brexit and you get a, a good week of that. The stock market can drop a bit and that can be a good time to go in. Generally speaking, you should be looking at just putting this money um, in there at, at various points through your lifetime uh, and just leaving it. Um, all of the income and all of the capital gains that are generated within these trackers that sit within this ISA are tax free. So because they're in an ISA, um, any, any income you get, you won't pay income tax on it. So any of the dividends. Um, you won't pay tax on them and you will not pay any tax on any of the, the increase in the value or the capital gain of these trackers or the shares that sit beneath them. Clearly, if you want to invest more than 20,000, you can. You, you, um, you just don't invest through uh, the ISA. Um, you can invest an unlimited amount um, just into the, the, the general sort of fund section. So if you... Um, to do this, you can open a fund and share account um, and um, you can just top that up and you can put unlimited amounts in there. The difference between the fund and share account and the stocks and shares ISA account is any any dividends or income that you get within the fund and share account, you're going to have to pay income tax on. And any capital gains or, or you know increase in value of shares or, or funds when you sell them, the profit, um, you're going to have to pay capital gains tax on that. So that's the difference between the fund and share account and the stocks and shares ISA. It is a good idea to leave your money within the, the, the ISA. Maybe you could draw the income. Um, but if you sell the underlying fund or share and take it out, you don't then get to put it back in uh, unless you do it within that tax year, um, you know, over and above the, the 20,000 per year, per year. So over a long, you know, over the long term, you know, you're, you're going to be able to get a lot of money through into there because every year that 20,000 increases. Um, I think last year it was 15,000. So you get more and more allowance and clearly that accumulates over your lifetime. So when you take it out, you lose it. The two main types of fund when you're investing would be an ACC fund or an INC type fund. Most of them, if you're, I'm just looking at another fund at the moment, LF Woodford, that's uh, Neil Woodford. He he is one of the few managers who's, um, who has beaten the stock market over the, the long run. He runs um, a, a few very good funds. Uh, one of them is called the LF Woodford Equity Income Fund. Now there's two versions of that fund. There's the one that says ACC in brackets afterwards, and there's the one that says INC in brackets afterwards. The ACC version of that fund is the accumulation um, units, which means if you invest in that, when the income comes out, when the dividends come out, i.e. the profits from the companies which sit within the fund, they get reinvested by buying more units or buying more shares in those companies automatically. Whereas if you buy the INC version of the fund, the income then gets paid to you every time uh, there's a dividend paid out um, from those companies. So you can choose the two different types um, by um, by just choosing ACC or INC. Clearly, LF Woodford, you're going to be paying more fees. But I do hold some of those um, some of those units. I, I've invested in that fund because um, he is a, a very good fund manager. I hope that's been of use. That's a, a, just a simple 
very quick way to invest in the stock market. I think it's uh, you know, a relatively controlled and safe way to do it. If you're going to track a portfolios, Hargreaves Anzan is a great platform. They, they'll give you great service. They're, they're a huge company. They're on the stock market as well. And, um, you know, they're, they're, they're sort of trustworthy. So if you've got any more questions, maybe send me an email, markhomer at progressiveproperty.co.uk. And that has been Mark Homer for Mark My Words. 